Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Small Business Spotlight Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ken Belden, here with the lovely Miss Miranda Ashley. That's me. <laughs> we are joined here today by a good friend of mine and a friend of the community, Mr. Eric Perez of Perez Jewelers. Eric, how are you, man? Good, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. You know, so happy you're here, man. So happy to know business has been going well this year. Yes, yeah, it has. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to go ahead and let Eric explain a little bit about what he does at Perez Jewelers. Tell us a little bit about it. Tell us the history behind it. Yeah, so Perez Jewelers is something um, we started in February of 2020 when my daughter uh, was born. I wanted to be able to spend more time with her and uh, and so decided to start my own business and, and we're mainly a custom business. Um, and... So the kind of the history with it is I come from a family of jewelers. My dad's a jeweler, my uncle's a jeweler, my older brother's a jeweler, my grandfather was a jeweler. And so this is kind of a, a family business in the sense that um, we may not all be in the same town, but we're all connected. We're able to work together. And uh, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of the history. They, they roped you in, man. You couldn't stay away. Yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> want to be a jeweler when I was a kid, honestly. Um, I hated it. I was so bored being in the store and in the shop. Oh, man. Working at night, especially during Christmas and the holidays and, you know, never being able to go anywhere. And it turns out, you know, I end up coming back to it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, man, especially if you come from, from a family of expertise like that. I mean, I imagine it's just a... It's a nice segue. You got so much experience around you. It just creates phenomenal work. Yeah. yeah, it's always fun to like, if I have a problem, you know, reach out to my dad or to my brothers, you know, and when I need help and they're always there to bail me Give out. Give you some jewelry <laughs> tricks. Yeah, man. So yeah. exactly how long have you been in the jewelry business then? Uh, so, I mean, I guess you could say since I was born, you know. True. Uh, <laughs> Came out making know. rings. Yeah, yeah. But I would say probably professionally, um, I, I was in the Marine Corps before and so... I, I got out in 2011, so I'll say probably 2012 is when I, you know, started getting paid for jewelry work. So yeah, before that, it, before that, it was all free. It was work. all free labor. Yeah, for sure. Oh man. Okay, so so I know you mentioned it just a minute ago. Uh, starting your own business really came from you having your daughter. Congrats again, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. Um, so. Was that, I mean, had you been inspired before to go off and start your own thing, or was it really just that move to to be with her some more? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've always been inspired to do my own business. I mean, coming from a family of business owners, um, that's something that's always in the back of my head to do, but what really kind of propelled me to do it recently, and this, you know, this year, was my daughter being yeah, born. I really Aww. wanted to have control of my time and 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 be there for her yeah. and, and build something that you know that's part of us that's yeah. for us and so i had i felt like i had the opportunity to do that this year and so i took the advantage of that and, and yeah yeah be careful man she's gonna grow up with expensive tastes <laughs> oh, <no, man. laughs> oh, so what is your favorite part about being a business owner favorite part of being a business owner okay um i would say just you know making my clients happy yeah. i think yeah. that's the best part you know when you're able to talk to somebody for the first time and they don't know what they want or they don't they don't really you know they don't know what to do and they come to you because they need the help right yeah, in any industry <laughs> yeah they come to you for expertise and you're able to guide them through it and then to see them happy at the end and get what they want i think that's the that's the biggest thing for me well especially in what you do right because you said earlier what was it 90 percent of, of what you're doing now is custom stuff yeah i would say definitely 90 percent of my business is all custom jewelry be it 
most of it's rings, you know, engagement rings, anniversary, stuff like that, but pendants, you know, necklaces, stuff like, you know, and uh, it's all custom. I, I do some repair, you yeah. know, and some wholesale work, but mainly custom. Yeah. So what would you say is your favorite piece of jewelry you've ever made or designed? Okay. Uh, interesting. I would say probably two. I would say there's probably two pieces that I've done. First one will have to be my wife's ring. That was awesome. Aww, <laughs> the, yeah. That's really well, cool. Passion, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she has a great ring. Um, it really fits her, <laughs> fits her style and personality. And, and we got married. You know, she said yes. Yeah, so it worked. Uh, so, that, so, that, so that helped. Uh, another one, I just recently did one. It's on my social media. It's an emerald ring. I call it the compass ring. I try to create stories with all I my I stuff. I saw that one, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that one I'm really proud of, and that, that was fun. It's an engagement ring that doesn't look like an engagement ring. Really? You know, and um, and so it's different. Yeah. Like yeah, you got to like the unique jobs. I mean, and that was the called the remember. compass? The compass, yeah. Ooh. It's a story. Yeah, the whole story. I'll try to keep it short, but the whole story behind it was that, you know, um, it, it's shaped, a halo around it is a compass. They wanted a green emerald to represent you know being out there outdoors couple like being in nature and all that kind of stuff and then the love of, of an emerald have that green for nature but then also the compass the halo is shaped like a compass with all the different points yeah and um the cardinal points north east west south are, are a little bit bigger and the idea is that they're each other's compass they find each other and then again a tie it into nature you know, and, wow. and that kind of stuff. And so oh, there's That's a whole, so yeah, there's a whole lot of, wow. you know, uh, story built into that ring and, lo and love. And, and so... That's probably my favorite one that I've done so far. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a great nice. story. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, well, I know the, where the to bar's, go to. Yeah, the, bar, <laughs> the bar's been set. So that that actually brings up a good point because yeah. that kind of ties into the next question. So you know, pricing is obviously going to depend on you know what gems are in the ring and you know what sure. the, what the basic metal is. But what does it really take? From start to finish to do a custom piece if someone calls you tomorrow and they've got an idea yeah yeah for sure so usually what i do like i said it's all about the story for me so i sit down with the client and i try to find out their why like what is this for what's this situation is it engagement is it anniversary is it a push present for a birth um you know whatever the scenario is who's who's it for even if it's for yourself yeah you know, like i call the self-purchasing woman yeah uh, <laughs> uh so you know it really just depends. So I try to find out the why behind it. And then from the why, I try to find timeline. You know, I'm like, okay, what? how long do we have? Not necessarily that because the longer it has, the the, the better it is, but just to kind of, what's this, what are we celebrating? Mm -hmm. And, and what, how much time do we have? That deals with sourcing materials and gold and, and all that kind of stuff. And then from there, it's budget, obviously. You know, right. need to see what, what someone's wanting to spend what and what's in there for them. And you know, I mean, I could work with all budgets, so it's you know, it That's could be awesome. it could be anything. Yeah, and you, you do financing and everything as well. I don't do financing. I don't have financing, unfortunately, yeah. for some people. But um, I haven't had to do that. Um, yeah, so, some people. Um, but you know, it might be something I can look into or try to help my client find it right. through other means, like a credit card or you know, right. Well, especially as time goes on and you continue to build that client base, I feel like that's something that's definitely going to come across. Yeah. And also, like you said, you can work with you know what budget they have. All different and, budget types. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Right. So this is just kind of a spinoff question to that. What timeline is too short? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if I am absolutely panicking, what what does uh, not work? I mean, it depends. Let's say it's an engagement or something, right? I mean, literally, I can put, I can get you a ring 
on in your hand to put on her finger or whatever uh, in like a, two days. If what? you really, really needed it. If you really needed it. It'll hurting. be a, I mean, solitaire, I mean, classic <laughs> style. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if that's the case, you know, um, depending on, on what you're looking for. Right, you know, right. But... And if you're if you you're pushing made, the envelope, it may narrow it may narrow your your options. choices, your options <laughs> your down. Creativity down a little but bit. If you came to me and you're like, dude, I want to get engaged tomorrow, I can make it happen. Okay, understood, <laughs> man. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so since you've taken this business since February and really started this for your own, what would you recommend to someone else starting a business for the first time and kind of going off on their own? Oh man, uh, I, I have patience, I guess, you know, and, and, uh, try to just, you know, not try to do everything all at one time. You know, I feel like in the beginning, you know, I was stressing out about social media. Yeah. You know? I remember having that conversation yeah, with you. Yeah. Stressing out on social media and like, how do I, how should I post? How often should I post? How many times should I post? Yeah. All that, you know, and I realized that it didn't really matter. You know, I, I just kind of gave up on that and then just started putting myself out there whenever it was done to focus on the real things. And you hear people say the income producing activities. Yeah. Right. That's kind of the, the term. Um, so that's what I kind of started to focus on. And just, you know, there's other business things you got to do, you know, like your your books and deal with your money. And, you know, I, I end up farming some of that stuff out to some experts. Right. You know, to help me with that. That way I can kind of focus on just my customers sourcing my material on what I know yeah. and leave things up to other people. Yeah. That's interesting because we've, we've had, this is episode 10, I think, of these interviews. And so, at least as far as you and I are concerned, mm -hmm. I don't know if we've heard that answer before. That's a great way to put it, though. Like, have patience and focus on your craft. And that's a great, great way to look at it. Yeah. I think it's really important for any business owner. So thank you for that. That was awesome. Hey, <laughs> just try it. Just try it, man. <laughs> I, I also like that you kind of you know allow yourself more freedom to be creative with what you do. I feel like a lot of people get kind of stressed out with getting out in front of other people and trying to get the clientele in, and so you kind of lose the whole one-on-one -on -one and the creativity aspect yeah. of things. Yeah. So what were some of the biggest challenges for you starting a business here? Uh, I would say probably the biggest challenge for me was just, you know, trying to, for me right now, is trying to keep up with being organized, right? Yeah. Now that my clientele has gotten bigger, there's information that I need for, you know, like, to keep, I'm a big sticky note guy. So Same. I have sticky notes everywhere. I Same. keep and People don't realize this, but when I'm on the phone with them, I'm, I'm there with a sticky note and a pen, <laughs> and I'm writing down everything, and I keep everything attached to sticky notes. Covering every wall. Yeah. And so my memory is on a sticky note. Mm -hmm. So if I could, you know, there's people that have, like, uh, PDFs, and they, everything's on their computer, and they have calendars and all that kind of stuff. I'm not that guy. So, Man. but I know... My, where my sticky notes are, and I know what everything is, so I go that, back to it. That's better than me, because I'll write something like really important down on a sticky note. I'm like, all right, this is important. i got to put it someplace safe so I don't forget. And then Before you I, know it, there's like a hundred of them well, there. And then I forget where I put the sticky note. And so I'm like, well, it sure was important, whatever it was. I don't know where a sticky yeah. note is. So. Yeah, no, I, I, what I end up doing is I file my sticky notes. Once I feel like I'm done with it, I just stack them on top of each other. So I have like a kaleidoscope of colors. 
of sticky notes, and I just go back and I reference them later. Oh, that's great. Oh, so, I love it so uh, much. Our, our last interview was Aaron Cohen, who owns the Angry Elephant. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah, worked with the guy for three years now, and I've never seen somebody. I used to use sticky notes all the time. He is notorious about it, man. I mean, he's got sticky notes everywhere. And he does the same thing. He files them by stacking them on top of each yeah. other. Great method. It works. Yeah, it works. It <laughs> yeah. works. I'm, my goal probably for next year is to try to get away from so many sticky notes. Bigger sticky notes. Big, bigger, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want a notepad full of sticky notes. Yes. Yeah. Like, so how has the local community been beneficial to you since you started? Oh, man. Uh, well, you know, I'm not local to Bryan College Station, but... This area has been been awesome for me just because they it's all about community, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know how many times I have people call me and like, hey, I want to do business with you because it's you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And awesome. I want to support you. Yeah. And that really feels good to hear people say, you know, especially nowadays with the way things are, you know. Um, it, it, it always feels good to hear that. And yeah. um, even though I have clients all over the country from California, North Carolina, Indiana, different places, you know. Man, you um, got them all over. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like local here is, is the best because it's all about that, you know, just community-based and people, you know, word of mouth and organic stuff. Yeah. People yeah. just want to support you. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's awesome. You know, one of the reasons, one of the things that I think Miranda and I can both agree on is one of our favorite parts about doing this podcast is that, I mean, just about every single person has said that, you know, the local community here and in Grimes County, all throughout the Brazos mm-hmm. Valley, I mean, is so supportive. I'm glad it's been the same case for you, man. Yeah, for in sure. In spite of being internationally famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, true. No. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start wrapping up here. Okay. Where can our listeners find you? Yeah. Um, I would say three places for sure. So, um, my website's www.perezjewelers.com. Um, there's a way for you, you can, a form where you can put in if you're looking for a certain piece. You can kind of, they'll, they'll guide you through that and then it'll send me an email. Um, another place is Instagram at Perez Jewelers and on Facebook at Perez Jewelers. Those are um, some of the best ways to find me. Uh, we don't have an actual physical location, like a storefront, because we it's not a retail business. Yeah. And so everything is through appointments only. So once you reach out to me, we'll set up an appointment and then we'll go from there. Meet in an undisclosed location? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. Eric, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate yeah. you coming out and, and having you on. I'm, I'm so excited to see how far this has come because, I mean, I talked to you about it probably back in February when everything was just getting started. And yep. I mean, the logo's come so far. <laughs> Seeing some of the pieces you've come out with, it's been... It's been awesome to see the growth, man. So yeah. happy to have you on, man. I'm yeah, definitely going to send my loved ones your way whenever I want a ring to be specialized for myself. So Perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, no. And when the right time comes, you'll be getting a call from me. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Let's go. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for joining us. We are so happy to have you. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram. Give us a listen on Willie 98.7 and AM 1550 out of Navasota. We appreciate y'all's time. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll catch you soon.